2: look to the future, but embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously.
0: The gate's about to drop, on Big MX Radio. Hello, this is Tyler. Hey Tyler, it's Brad Gammer, how's it going my friend? Oh, how are you man? Hey, not doing too bad, not doing too bad, braving the cold uh, up here in the frozen tundra, but we're making the best of things.
1: Uh, nice man, it's uh, it definitely cooled off here too when uh, when you left man, it's um...
0: I mean, it's not quite that cold, but uh, it's in the fifties. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, that is quite chi- that, that's chilly for you guys. Uh, I think we're in the uh, yeah. I think we're we're in the minus uh, minus teens right now, which is quite cold. Um, Holy hell, dude! <laughs> that, this is the real frozen tundra. I, I believe me, my friend. But uh, damn, dude. Yeah. it's that's where I'm from. So I, I'm I'm used to it. I'm, I don't really bat an eye at being cold. So, uh, just makes me yeah. want to work that much harder at uh, at not being here full time. Wow, dude. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's
0: crazy, dude. Yes, sir. But uh, not recording just yet. But what I wanted to do t- today was to call you up and uh, and talk about uh, not only your involvement with uh, the BC Cafe and the BC Fit Meals, but uh, also just g- give a little bit of insight into the the dietary habits of a professional motocross racers. What like how much? Um, like uh, dedication and how much discipline it takes to, to, to follow that diet. Um, also, how it can be fun to follow that diet once you're used to eating healthy. It, it's not nearly as bad as some people think. And then, uh, also, if we could kind of uh, touch on how some of your weekend, uh, like a weekend warrior, can kind of uh, some tips and tricks as to how they can kind of change their diets. Because obviously, most of the people who listen to the show aren't professional motocross racers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be awesome. Man. Um, I mean, it it definitely is a uh, a tough thing. I mean, uh, we we could talk about this whole scenario from a lot of different angles. Um, in the sense that um, a lot of people now are slowly becoming aware of the um, severe importance of, uh, of of nutrition, and not just um, when I say the word nutrition, clarifying that it's not just eating healthy because everyone has their own idea of eating healthy, right? but it's understanding really the fuel that your body's requiring for the performance that it, you're trying to, you know, demand of it. So it's, it's knowing what your body needs. Um, and not just that, but the quality that you're getting in and the, the food timing, like timing is always a huge thing too. And, um, you know, even working with a lot of the, um, You know, the the star, uh, you know, in Yamaha Racers and Cooper Webb and things like that, a lot of it comes down to um, really um, getting results from their, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, their their endurance uh, test results, their VO2 uh, test, knowing what their core burn looks like, looking at what they use, at what intensity they're at, um, and all that. So we're we're really trying to um, really, like, hone in on exactly what's being lost what needs to be replaced, and then understanding, you know, what, what it is to replace, you know, that fuel that you're losing with. So, I mean, there's just so many avenues of it. Um, but, again, like, like I had just mentioned, it's really cool to me that um, there's starting to become an awareness of the value that that all has for a racer and even just an athlete in general.
0: For sure, I think this would be a great opportunity to uh, just give the, the the fans a deeper understanding of the discipline needed to to do the sport at the highest level. Um, it's 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 often known that these guys work really hard, but uh, it, it's it, on top of that uh, the discipline and the uh, kind of the the methodology of of eating properly and fueling properly at, at the right time and and balancing all of that along with a schedule that is, uh, pretty ridiculous as far as travel's concerned. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah. for, for me, like, I, I just noticed that these guys are, uh, are, are, they're asking a lot of their bodies and, uh, and not always well-educated on how, on how to, uh, maintain that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, and that, that is, it, it is a tough thing. And, um, you know, again, again, I'll just kind of go back to, um, you know, knowing what, what your body needs and when it needs it. Um, when, when, when we're not talking necessarily maybe about fuel per se, um, going in during and post, you know, moto or exercise or cycling routine, but if you're just talking about uh, food in general, um, you know, there, there's always, two a few different avenues. There's, um, you know, people's opinions on the types of foods that's good and bad for you, just whether you have an allergy or you're intolerant to it or not. Um, you know, there's, there's people with their different philosophies on what's good, what's bad. Um, and really it's just understanding, is it supportive for you or is it not? You know, um, you know, getting a blood panel is the easy route instead of needing to guess on what your body might be intolerant or allergic to. Um, so what it doesn't do well with. Um, and then if, you know, you go from there, then it's, Hey, you know, game on with the rest of the stuff. And, um, you know, I would just say like once, um, Once you start getting a better
0: understanding
1: of what actually is in everything we're eating, I mean, it's easy. Because for me, I've been doing this for way over you know good eight years, and um, I've lived it. So for me, it's it's as fluent as English for me. You know what I mean? So I don't really need to think so hard on it. But for for newer newer people looking to gain and that have the interest in. You know, really living the healthiest, the most optimal lifestyle they can. Um, it's just really knowing where we're lacking. I mean, fruits and vegetables is the hugest thing. I'll just say right off the bat, easy, um, easy point to drive is the average person takes in two to three servings of fruits and vegetables, and I said "and" meaning the combined total of both. Right. When our bodies require anywhere from eight to 12 servings. So we're not even giving ourselves these days a third of what our body requires to live the most healthiest way it's designed to, you know? So it's just, uh, and it's hard because it's just our culture. You know, we, um, we literally, you know, might get, you know, say we go out, I mean, whatever, whether it's a sandwich shop, burger shop, whatever, and we'll make sure we load the veggies on, but still, you know, it, it, we're still maybe only getting a quarter serving. You know, when we're getting our lettuce, you know, on whatever it is that we're getting it on, or say, you know, a popular one that's everywhere is Chipotle, say, you know, you get a salad bowl. Well, that whole thing's not filled with salad. So that serving of salad that you're actually even getting in that bowl isn't even equivalent to one full serving. So that that's the deception that we have is, Because we add a little bit to it, we're still not getting enough. And you know, that's when I could even just talk to you for hours about supplements and uh, what type of supplements we should be taking and things like that to get that extra boost. But um, yeah, it's just um, you know, hopefully, I'm I'm still staying on track with kind of what you're asking.
0: (laughs) Well, for sure, and and I imagine that this most likely will be a two, three, or even four parter as far as uh, as uh, this this can. Conversation continues, Um, and I I, I honestly like we we could probably wrap up about this for uh, for a couple of hours. But um, as far as like the like. How does someone like you'd mentioned a blood test like how does someone determine that their uh, that the certain foods need to be out of their diet whether uh, they 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 want to go gluten free or they want to like a- avoid certain things um, how do they go about doing so and then once they've uh, kind of assessed that, uh, how do they go about uh, eliminating those things from their their diet uh, and then replacing them with something else?
1: Um, well really it's uh li- like anything. Um, anything new, um, is, is, you know, it's tough, you know, it's, uh, kind of like I, I said before, it's almost like learning a new language, you know, but the more you do it, the more fluent you become and easier it is. So, um, when you, when you are, um, you know, like when you get a blood test done, um, which I, I suggest, I mean, here, here's the deal real quick. Um, health is the most valuable thing because it is life. It is our, our lives. Um, so going and really trying to see if it's worth the couple hundred bucks to get blood tests done when it's your health we're talking about, there's nothing more important. And so I'd say, hell yeah, you know, like go, go get some blood work done and, you know, not, not just to live as the most optimal athlete or person that you can be, but I mean, just for health sake and living at your best that you can be, I mean, shoot. I think it costs maybe a couple hundred bucks. You could go get that done, but back to your point, you know, a lot of it too is lifestyle. It could be a a, a dietary lifestyle that they live, whether they choose to be gluten-free, whether they choose to be paleo, whether they choose to be vegan, you know, like it's all just um, a lifestyle choice that someone chooses to make. And in reality, if you're talking about consistency, you have to have faith and belief in what you're doing to stay consistent. So, That's always a huge thing, but uh, going back to your point, if if, say say you're to take that blood test and um, understand that you are allergic or intolerant to gluten, it's now understanding okay what has gluten in it. You know, a lot of it is clearly the breads, pastas, um, you know, even a lot of the sauces, such as soy sauces, barbecue sauces, things like that, have gluten in it. So it's then understanding what gluten actually is and, uh, knowing like the red flags on where it could be found. So if you are traveling and stuff, um, you could better avoid it. So, um, for instance, uh, you know, say, say you're on the road and, you know, you're going here and there and you are like allergic or intolerant to gluten. Well, Mexican food's an easy choice because it's rice, bean, meat, and veggie. And so that's, that's an easy option. Or, You know, say some places might have a gluten-free bread, so you're in the, you know, you're in the clear. But uh, if not, it's knowing what to replace. Um, And then not just that. Like I said before, if you want to get picky with it, knowing what your body needs, it's understanding the amount of fat, protein, and carbohydrates that you're actually taking in. Um, So then it's, okay, if we're needing to remove the breads and the pastas and things like that, well, where else is the carbohydrate coming from? So, um, You know, it it all is, um, it it is
0: a a process,
1: you know what I mean? But once, um, you know, once you start speaking that language long enough, it comes really fluent and easy.
0: So when working with these athletes uh, at the professional level uh, of which you work uh, many, many of them uh, at this point, um, how do you educate these guys on, on what they're doing to their bodies when they do put something negative as far as like something that's just not helping them, uh, not fueling them. Um, And also how do you help them kind of understand that sometimes it is okay to go have a burger um, as long as it's not every other day?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too is, uh, you you nailed it um it's having it's having that healthy balance you know what i mean um it it's you have to give a little i i i feel like um you know if if i'm taking it from um i'll give you personal story um you know i've uh i've lived really strictly with how i was eating um and uh really just staying on point and like i said i mean when i've been doing it for as long as i have um You know, I I know what's in everything. I could literally look at a plate and know gram for gram how much carbs, fat, and protein I'm getting wherever I'm at. And I was sticking to such a strict guideline that, um, you know, I wouldn't have any splurging or anything going on. And then Sunday would come around and, uh, you know, I'd I'd go and I'd enjoy some food and a beer. But that that beer would turn into about five, (laughs) you know, and I'd overdo it. And then wake up almost with like that guilt and regret and the who am I, you know, the next morning asking myself that. And uh, so point being, moderation, like we've all heard of that 80-20 rule and, um, you know, 80% strict, 20%, you know, get, give. And um, that I honestly, man, like personally, that couldn't be more true. I've literally... I mean, even with others, it's just like when, when you're trying to stick to something so tight or so strict, um, it, it's a hard fall if you fall off that balance beam. You know what I mean? So it's just, uh, you know, just really, uh, you know, knowing that it's okay. You know, like if you've been working hard and uh, – hold on one second. If you've been working hard and you've had a big day and um, you've done well for yourself – going and getting a burger ain't going to throw you off the course too hard. I mean, I I tell a lot of people this. I've done so many nutrition things, and I've done a lot of online um, nutrition programs where I've had literally over 2,000 people in one before, and I've had to tell them, I go, look, you're making big changes for yourself for the good, and I love their interest that they have, In, um, you know, really pursuing the best them, how many meals, main meals, are there in a week? We got three times seven, that's 21, okay? We blow it one or two times, it kind of seems to me like that skill is still in your favor at the end of the week, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, for sure. So... And, and, it, even, it, and even even so if that, you do go get something that you really like, say a uh, a burger, perhaps you can head down to uh, BC Cafe and get the barbecue burger, which is a grass-fed burger on a whole wheat bun, and and that's that's something that tastes good and doesn't set you back too far.
1: One hundred percent, and that is it. I mean, uh, you know, we like you said, you we do have to be still, um, you know, when we have that meal or so, or and. The other thing is I don't like to call it a cheat meal because that brings guilt into the meal with you. I like to reward myself for the good work I've been doing. So I like to have reward meals. Um, And so when I go do that, I mean, heck, the easy way around too is I'll go and I'll do a hard pedal, whether it's with clients or by myself. And then afterwards is when I choose to eat that because I'm replacing what's lost anyways. But um, it's just, you know, one thing to really keep in mind though is what is supportive of your body and what isn't. So meaning like say we we did go get that blood test done and you are allergic to gluten or you are allergic to dairy or you are allergic to, um, you know, potatoes or whatever it might be, don't go and load up on a gluten meal. You know what I mean? Like still stay away from that. But, you know, heck, if, if uh, you know, you're, you're all good with gluten or you're all good with dairy or whatever, heck, man, go enjoy that pizza, you know, like go do whatever, you know?
0: Right. No, it's it's important to keep those things in mind as well as uh, just like the fact that um, a lot of people when they start a new re- regime, uh, the, the, they want to jump in on every level, one hundred percent. They're 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 getting into some hit training, they're doing weights, they're doing long, uh, di- uh, endurance cardio, and they also feel like they need to pull back their caloric intake. Which, like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that when you're you're now um, you're working harder than ever, you're now going to fuel your body less than ever that, 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 like, as far as if you're driving, <laughs> if you're driving a car that you would never get away with that. Cause you'd run out of gas.
1: Yep. Oh, exactly. And, and that's the thing too, man. Um, like I said, I, I work with a lot of athletes and that's what's so good. I mean, when you're talking about BC cafe, um, we have the BC fit meals and that, you know, later I'll talk about, well, I'm going to actually talk a little bit about it now, but you know, I got enrolled as their nutritionist, um, in helping design and create the menus. And we just created an athlete's menu. Um, and we purposely did that because when I started actually doing the nutrition for Star Yamaha on Coupa Web and stuff, we wanted to be able to make it where they're getting exactly everything that the body is needing um, for their performance and to be the most optimal they can be. But with their schedules and them on knowing what they need or how to cook it or anything, we've got that service that puts it on their plate for them. So, um, back to your thing, to how this relates, is I would say, I mean, I don't, I, I don't run the report. I would say, honestly, a good number is about 90% of athletes are under fuel. They don't give themselves enough to perform at their best level. And I don't care if you say that you feel so good and you never felt better. If you've been always doing it wrong, how do you know what best feels like? You know what I mean. Um, I've had I've had that conversation. I've had that conversation with someone before. They said, you know what? This was quite a while ago, but they're like, you know, I feel fine on anything I eat, man. I'll even go to Jack in the Box and I'll get the three tacos and the this and the that, and I feel freaking bomb. I go, well, if you've always been doing that, how do you know what best feels like? You know, you don't. And same with even just uh, running. Um, and being fuel-efficient, not lacking calories. Um, we don't know that we've been only performing at 80% all the time. You know, it, like we were talking about, I mean, the best analogy I like to put, is: I don't care how long you've been building that hot rod in your car or in your garage for, if you're putting the wrong gas or not enough in it, you ain't getting very far anyway. So however fit you're trying to get or how much you're riding, if you're not fueling yourself properly... Don't expect that engine to run as optimal as it
0: can totally yeah no it's uh, it's like no it's like not knowing whether or not you're on full battery uh, and and like you, you feel good but you don't know if you could feel any better than that and uh, I think yeah. that a lot of these these racers uh, especially guys like Aaron Plessinger um, who and I, I kind of just like he, I use him as a generalization uh, young athletes who uh, are extremely hungry to uh, to, to perform um, but not necessarily educated on what to eat how to cook it uh, where to go get those ingredients um so like the the bc fit meals and like a meal plan like that um can really help them get to the next level by taking the the cooking and the and the shopping side of things taking it out of their hands and just giving them the fuel they need to uh to be optimal
1: oh 100 and i mean uh the proof's in the pudding i mean look at his results so far this year He's never, and and it's not like he's only had one year. This is, I think, his, like, fourth year. He's never been so consistent in his life. And not even that, he won having to be on antibiotics because he was sick for over a week. And he still goes out and is fueling himself as best as he can with the, you know, the luck he was given. And he's still pulling wins. You know what I mean? It just, um, it, it It's what's up. I mean, um, like you said, it's the uh, athlete's menu that BC now offers, you know, for a weekly uh, meal prep plan. It's giving them everything they need from a fuel-efficient standpoint, but then also um, the amount of vegetables, like we talked about before, not getting enough, is doubled, um, you know, from even their other plans and even what people usually eat meal to meal. And so we're giving them everything that's needed, protein for recovery, fuel-efficient carbs, and then bonus, like, added nutritional value in the double vegetables that you're getting and everything. And so there's that. And then the other thing, too, like you said, nutrition program-wise, I mean, I'm monitoring what these guys are doing. I've had the sit-downs with them. The other thing I do, too, is, uh, you know, each week we run progress reports, and I do uh you know, all their supplements for them, so they're not needing to guess on what supplements they need to be taking, and they even know how to be replacing what energy they need to at the track, even during the week when they practice. So it's just, uh, yeah, they're always fuel efficient and always just getting their best. I mean, it, it really is great. And it's, I mean, I, I guess it's like in a sense, I, it is a small pat on my back, but it's really me just proving the point that you're looking at all the Yamaha guys even a guy like Cooper Webb, the season did start rough, not due to his fitness, not due to his nutrition, but just due to injury. He only got about three weeks of riding before the first round. Uh, but, I mean, even now, shit, I mean, last week he went from, I think, ninth and should have got fifth. And then the week before, he, I think lap one, he was outside top 12. He was in, the, and still he was in 17th. The yeah, yeah, there you go. 17th and still came up and got eighth or whatever and so I mean he just uh he's on another level you know like he's each week he's getting more comfortable and his speed's increasing and it's rad because I am never um worried about where his uh his fitness is at because Gary Swanapool is just doing you know more than an amazing job with their fitness stuff but I'm just making sure that their bodies are getting fueled the right ways for, you know, in in which they're training and racing and all that stuff at.
0: Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly, then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Serial bees, goes That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids! Start out every morning with a fat ball. The most action-packed event on the planet is back, bigger and crazier than ever before, with the largest ramps you've ever seen. Nitro Circus, the global youth entertainment phenomenon, returns to North America this year with the epic Next Level Tour. This spectacular brand-new production, an all moto adrenaline rush, will have death-defying tricks, jaw-dropping world's firsts, and absurd stunts. It all adds up to a thrilling show simply too big to fit indoors. The Next Level Tour launches mid-May, just in time for summer, and will visit over 10 cities across the continent through June. Brainchild of Travis Pastrana, global superstar, action sports icon, and Nitro Circus ringleader, the next-level tour features the best athletes in action sports taking on the biggest ramps in the world. The Nitro Circus design team has put it all on the line with this show, doubling down on the risk factor. The FMX next-level takeoff ramp alone, a towering 15 feet above the show floor, a whopping 5 feet taller than any ramp toured before, will launch riders more than 60 feet into the sky. The landing ramp also looms large, standing 23 feet in height. The Nitro Circus Next Level Tour will include several athletes, including Bruce Cook, Jared McNeil, Jared Duffy, Blake, Bilko Williams, and many more. For more information, visit NitroCircus.com. Hey, Big MX listeners, just wanted to take a moment to uh, let you guys know about Viral Brand and Viral Brand Goggles. Uh, Viral Brand Goggles are a relatively new company, and we've been working with them for about a year now, and uh, they've got some really cool things going on, which include uh, not only when you buy a pair of goggles, you will not only get a goggle bag, which of course you get with most goggle bags, but uh, with most goggles rather, but uh, you'll also get tear-offs, you get a a 10-pack of tear-offs, and you also get an extra clear lens to go along with your Mirrored lens than uh, the tinted lens that the goggles come with, uh, so it's kind of a, more of a, more of a package than it is just a set of goggles. Which if you're going to buy goggles, you're going to need an extra lens, you're going to need tear offs. So they take care of all that stuff for you, and uh, 74.99 US is uh, an easy asking price. They've also got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If uh, their best fit challenge, if your goggles don't fit your helmet within the first 30 days, get them back to Viral for uh, and, and they'll take care of you, no questions asked. Uh, so check out the Theviralbrand.com today and uh, and and see what the kind of products and the uh, the accessories that they've got. I love the goggles myself and uh, can't wait to see you guys enjoying them as well. Take care. For sure. And like, and like the, the fact that uh, you'd mentioned earlier that um, there's there's a timing that uh, that also needs to come into play here. And, and the fact that uh, your menu may change throughout the week. Like, is there is there any emphasis on getting more calories in or more protein for recovery uh, earlier in the weeks, uh, opposing to later in the week? Or do you, like, do you guys play with stuff like that? Because the athletes pick up their meals yep. both on Sunday and Wednesday. So it's kind of there can be some timing changing in there as well.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, for the most part, with their training schedules being pretty consistent throughout the week, whether they even race on the weekend or not, they're active six days out of the week. Um, And then for the most part, if it's, uh, you know, it it could even be, whether they're uh, doing something in the morning and evening, it's still usually like an an all-day thing, you know, like their bodies are just always going. And even if you're not, if you did a hard pedal, or a hard gym routine the day before, it takes anywhere from like 36 to 72 hours to recover. So regardless, you're always needing to just fuel the engine. And um, so when it comes to lunch and dinner, we always have variety. So you're not getting the same meals always. Um, the ratios of the protein and carbohydrate will be similar. Um, the thing that I change with a lot of my guys, um, in the Omaha guys, right now until we actually start bringing in um uh breakfast like more of a breakfast structure to bc i i I myself actually cook their breakfast and that's where there is like a very slight change just due to how active they're going to be in the mornings um if they're going to be heavily active i will um you know introduce more of a carbohydrate consumption um in their breakfast and then maybe if it's uh, pulled back i'll pull back a little bit of the carb intake for it but um you know, for the most part, it stays pretty consistent. Where the replacing happens is when um, we're at the track or uh, the gym or these bike rides is where we're actually needing to replace what's being lost. So the main meals are somewhat similar throughout the day, but it's what are you doing and how are we replacing the fuel that we're losing? You know, and then also to properly recover ourselves,
0: too. So, how detrimental is uh, a race weekend to an athlete's system, as far as what what they're using, what they're losing uh, within their system, and 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 what's the most effective way to replace it? Um, you
1: know, it, it just uh, it, uh, it, it it's hard. Uh, I, not that you've asked this question, but it gets asked a lot. And no question's a dumb question. Mm. If you don't have the answer, what's dumb about it? I, I have to tell that to a lot of people. I'm sorry, it just sounds stupid, but I go, um, it's not stupid if you don't know it. Um, so a lot of people go, how should I eat on race weekend or what should I do to fuel up for race? And I said the same exact damn thing that you do during the week. It doesn't change. You know what I mean? Like what we eat when we're performing during the week to better optimize our skill and ability and our endurance and all that, we're not going to replace it all on the weekend. And then, or, or, or the whole structure, how it looks, um, the only thing I would say is it's never wrong to eat too much on race day because that means that we're more than filled to the top with our fuel sources. You know what I mean? So it's when um, we don't eat, you know, when, when we might not be eating enough during the week and then also two on the race day, that, that's where we run into a problem. But if you're doing it right during the week, nothing on race day really needs to change. Um, so I just, uh, you know, I tell my racers, you know, make sure that that breakfast starts strong so you're not playing catch-up for a caloric intake later in the day. You know what I mean? Um, it's when um, you choose just not to eat or you're nervous, you don't want to eat or things like that. We're kind of going into the race day at a loss, and uh, we won't really ever catch up efficiently on that because I doubt that anyone's going to eat a massive lunch or something like that later in the day to uh, you know, catch up on
0: calories that we're losing definitely and, and and most people like, uh stick to something uh pretty pretty basic, pretty bland. Uh, I know myself, I try and uh, stick to uh, maybe a couple of bananas, uh maybe some dry pasta, not totally dry pasta, but you know like unseasoned pasta uh, and maybe some like, shredded chicken or something like that. Why are some why are those types of foods um kind of easier to digest or e- easier to uh to take down on a race day uh a, rather than, uh, say, like a, a greasy burger or, um, like, I, I, I don't know. For for me, I'm not really a carrot stick kind of guy.
1: Yeah, um, you know what? I, hold on one second. I'm going to click. Hopefully, I don't cut you off. You still there? Yes, sir. Okay, awesome. Um, the, the, the two things that you uh, just mentioned are simple carbohydrates, um, and that's it, bananas and pasta. It's both um, really pretty quick to digest, um, and use, and there is zero amounts of fat, zero amounts of protein. So they are lighter. I mean, it's very less calories too, that you're consuming when you're just talking about those two things. Um, but when you're talking about something like a burger, um, well, I would say, well, it's more than a half, but when you're saying greasy, that, 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 that's implying that there's a good amount of fat in it. And fat actually has more than two times the calories per gram than, um, protein or carbs. So that's a filler right there. That's uh, fat is what fills you, um, pretty well. Um, and then the other thing too is protein. So yeah, when you have more, maybe if you want to call it like basey or thicker meals or what have you, um, that, that's when, um, you know, it, it might be a little bit harder to take in or use. Um, but, uh, you know i it really is just knowing what you need when you need it um you know and, and going from there it's just uh yeah on, on race days it is tough for some people <laughs>
0: For sure. And like, so like working with these athletes, um, have you like, have you had any, like, I wouldn't say pushback or, or guys that, uh, like have a struggle to stay disciplined on this type of, a a, a meal plan? Uh, what would have been their, their reactions to it? And, uh, do you find these guys to be picky eaters at all? As far as like some guys, like they don't even want to eat fish, so they don't want to eat this or that.
1: Um, you know what? Yeah, it just, um, hold on one second. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no problem. Um, I uh, sorry. I was. I'm dropping the, actually some BC meals off right of now. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, so um, you know what? I'm I'm I, back to your question. Sorry, let's get back on track here. Huh? No worries. <laughs> um, what you were mentioning, um. I, I'm actually pretty lucky with, with the guys that I'm working with on a weekly consistent basis, they're all pretty good. Um, you know, they all have done the blood tests, um, so I do know what they can't and can have. Um so that that's that's something there. Um, but for the most part, um with them I, I am just keeping everything gluten free. Um just you know, whether they're tolerant or intolerant to it, um I just feel that it's a uh, way healthier Um, you know, way to operate, you know, as far as our digestional systems concerned and how our bodies respond, um, you know, well with and everything like that. And so I I do that with them. Um, As far as like the no fish or this or that, they're they're all pretty good. But, um, you know, if you're you're talking about the general public or, I mean, just anyone in particular, um, it's when when we are talking about fish, um, we're talking about protein. So it's finding what other source of protein would be supportive for what we need and when we need it if you're going to remove the fish out of it. And then, you know, also too, like if they don't like certain veggies, okay, well, let's find the veggies that they do enjoy and maybe just, you know, use a little bit more of that throughout the days. Um, So it's just, it really is a give and take. It's just, uh, you know, knowing, you know, really what they like and then finding the healthiest sources for them. Um, You know, even for breakfast, I like I'll make different dishes, and breakfast is easy because I can make it sweet but still very nutritious um, without the sugar. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I tell them, I go, dude, if you don't like it, you tell me because it's not a big deal. I could easily swap things to still taste bomb, you know, and it's just, uh, it's just like I said, even at the very beginning, it's like speaking a new language. It's When, when you have... Um, this this new way of eating or this new lifestyle or these new choices that are needing to be made. It's just finding the right choices that you enjoy that still support where you want to go.
0: For sure and then obviously if, you, if you're enjoying your diet you're you're going to stick to it you 're not going to stray too far um, who would you say is is the easiest to work with as far as the athletes that you uh are are currently uh, training and working with and, and and who and maybe maybe who's most resistant maybe you don't have to give out that name, but who who's been the most pleasure to work <laughs> with?
1: um the most pleasure ah oh, dude it's hard because i, I <laughs> I, they're all awesome. Um, I would say, honestly, the one that actually out of, you know, all the moto guys that I work with, the one that actually literally I feel, um, has been taking it. I don't even want to, I don't want to disclude anyone, (laughs) but, um, who, who, who really has been the most responsive, um, and really just giving me reports throughout the week and stuff like that of all people is Cooper Webb, um, you know, I even in the mornings, like he'll he'll give me his weigh-ins even when I don't ask, and you know where where his body weight's at, and needing to you know if we need to make adjustments due to him either losing or gaining weight. Um, but then also too, uh, you know, like uh, Bradley Taft is another one that's been doing really well, um, really responsive, really engaging a lot in how he's feeling and giving me reports on you know, what's going on even during the week and ways to adjust. And, um, but really, I mean, everyone, man, everyone that I work with is great, dude. Like I'm really blessed. Um, I have nothing negative to say about any of them, man. Um, even when you're saying who's the hardest, um, there, there is one and, uh, he isn't uh, part of, you know, Yamaha or anything like that. And I'll, uh, avoid saying the name, but it's, it's hard sometimes just keeping people on track um, that, that's why the BC thing works so well because it's, uh, pretty much like eat the right things and eat healthy for dummies, um, program. But even with that program, sometimes it's hard to just keep people consistent on it, you know? And so, um, really it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's a tough deal because if it, if they see the value in it, um, and they feel the value in it, then it's easier to do, but it's just hard to have people break habits, you know, like bad habits to create good, you know? So it just, um, you know, some, some people it's just, uh, you know, they got a thicker shell that you got to break through. Um, and then others are just ready and willing. And then, um, they feel and see the difference. Like all the Omaha guys, like I told you about before, mm-hmm. they all feel and see the difference. And so they're all game on, you know, they, they, uh, they're all about it. And they just, they feel they, I mean, no joke, they literally tell me weekly I've never felt so good in my life, you know, because it's just they, they went from what they thought they needed um, and just did their best with the training program they were on and everything. And their training was always optimal, like, you know, really a good training program. But, uh, you know, if you're just not giving yourself really what it needs, you know, you're, you're gambling each weekend.
0: For sure, and it's it's that X factor that I feel uh, these guys are using their, to their advantage that uh, some of the guys other other riders may not have uh, in their uh, kind of an arrow in their quiver, um, and, and that's the the just the the benefit of meal prep in general. Um, like I find for myself if I'm doing it at home or doing it through uh, Will Batanti over at BC Cafe, BC Fit Meals. Uh, Will was I uh, was able to hook me up for the three weeks that I was down in California, the last three weeks I was there, and just having Having the the the. F- an unbelievable fuel, unbelievable food, good tasting stuff at, at the, my fingertips just allowed me to make a healthier choice on a more consistent basis as well as, uh, when it was, when it was time to, for me to drive to, um, Oakland, like rather than stopping at Chipotle or stocking at Seven Eleven to grab a, a hot dog. Um, I was able to pop into one of those places, grab, hit, hit up their, ma- their microwave, uh, heat something up and I had something healthy and it was ready to go. And I think that's something that, the, uh, these riders like uh, uh, Col- Colt Nichols, who's now going to be uh, traveling to the East Coast every single weekend um, rather than getting so- something from the-, the airport he can uh, he can bring a meal along with him and, and get and eat it shortly yeah. before he goes through uh, security. Um, uh-huh. And that's a huge benefit. I, I I really can't understate that. I think that the the, the, oh. the nutrition side of things within motocross is is not nearly as highlighted as these crazy road bike uh, rides these guys go on, which I think they go hand in hand.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, look at look at any. Um, it doesn't mean you got to like them or not, but look at any team sports, whether it's NFL, um, NBA, all that. They have sports nutritionists that are hired onto every team, yes. chefs, everything they, I mean, they have those hired on, that's the importance of it. And then we get to the extreme sports world and it's just completely neglected. I mean, it was what, only about maybe eight to 10 years, like 10 years ago that fitness started actually popping into, you know, being a, a, a need and, you know, really feel of importance into the moto, you know, side of things. And now finally, um, you know, the awareness of, uh, nutrition is coming in too. And like you said, I mean, Cyclists—that's another huge thing when you're talking about nutrition. I mean, they have their own chefs. These teams—they go everywhere, and especially doing the tours and stuff—they've got nutritionists, they've got chefs, they've got all of that stuff. And that's just—it's so vital. I mean, dude, those cyclists are hooked up to the machines off season, on season, knowing what their body's expending and what they need to replace with, and they've got pre-made bottles already done. I mean, dude, it's—it's it's
0: everything, you know. Sure. They're working um, like with how said, many I mean, watts they're only... putting out. They're, they're dialing in a exactly. bicycle to put it like, they're, like they are the power plant. So they, they've got to be yep. uh, fueled up.
1: Exactly. And especially, I mean, if you're going to even talk about that, where I mean, not to say that there's not skill related, but I mean, for the most part, it's the bike you're on and the legs you have. You know, so other than that, the most massive component is what type of fuel are you giving yourself? For energy, performance, strength, and recovery.
0: Absolutely, and, 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 and part of that energy uh, is also uh, sustainability. Later on in motos, I think like the kind of the, the buzzword of 2018 is mental mistakes by motocross racers. And uh, when I hear mental mistakes, I, I I often think of that there's a possibility that some of these athletes are feeling depleted late in races, and that doesn't allow them to make super sharp. Uh, um, like decisions when it's when it's most necessary to make those and i think that that also kind of falls yep. into the nutrition as well where guys uh, if they're not feeling uh, they're not feeling optimal they'll make those mistakes
1: oh 100% and that that is it i mean it's just uh it, like i said it, it's just such a gamble with people and it, it's great that there's now that awareness of um kind of what it's doing and um you know, it just, uh, yeah, I mean, if if we're lacking carbohydrate intake, you know, our, our brain's optimist, like the energy that our brains run on is solely from the carbohydrate intake that we're taking in, um, you know, and even just like with the glucose and the blood sugar and glycogen that is stored in our systems, I mean, that's all from the carbohydrate consumption we take in. And, you know, when we're talking about timing and if it's going to actually be used, when we're training or working out or motoring, you know, that, that's another thing too. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just getting what your body needs, taking um, it in at the right times,
0: yeah. you know, and all
1: that stuff. It's just, yeah, it's wild.
0: What your body needs when it needs it. I think there'd be a lot of people to would be surprised to know that a lot of marathon runners will actually eat either like a Snickers or a Mars bar or like a uh, um, a donut right before they do their their marathon because that is the easiest fuel for your body to immediately like it's just that like that rush that rush of uh, some some sugar something super simple some yeah. carbohydrates that uh, your body can rely on uh, and then basically use it immediately because there's not a lot of um, There's there's just not a lot of complexity in that that meal, so your body can just immediately use it for what it's worth and get rid of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's always the healthier route, but when you're talking about fuel like we are and what could be quick and efficient, there's nothing wrong with sugar because in reality, all carbohydrates turn into blood sugar. Sugar, sugar, carbohydrates turn into sugar. And so when you're talking about donuts or, shoot, back in the day, they used to actually – You know, like, um, not unbottled, but, like, pop open Coke, let it run flat so there's no carbohydrate. I mean, uh, carbonation. Let it run flat so there's no carbonation, and they'd actually drink that when they cycle because they're getting just straight sugar um, right into their bodies. And that was, you know, that was like an old method back in the day, but, I mean, that was one of it, and that's why uh, now the fun thing to always see, you know, on a lot of big, long cycle rides is you'll see the group pop in for their, coca-cola and their snickers bars, just because it's sugar and you're going oh yeah this, that. but dude you're using it you know what i mean so there's nothing wrong i mean yeah there's maybe healthier ways but they are getting quick sugars in because they're going to get back on that bike and keep burning them you know so again yeah it's just uh knowing what your body needs how quick it could use it and are you using it you know I, I see a lot of people too though they'll get to the track and they'll eat a half a sandwich and go out in moto i mean I mean, your, your intestines are 25 feet long, dude. You ain't going to eat a sandwich and use it in 20 minutes. That thing's no. going to sit in your gut, and you'll probably get a side ache and uh, probably almost even feel less you know, um, less in tune with what you need to be doing after doing that than if you had, you know. So, it's a, again, it's, it's the source, how our bodies respond and use it and uh, all that good stuff
0: for sure the the, the body needs uh, a lot of energy and and uses a lot of of, uh, of fuel to break down those things so if you have something really complex in your system while you're trying to be exercising, your body can only do has only so much energy. To at, at any one moment right like uh your your legs are, are are working your arms are working your your mind is working uh and on top of that you're asking your your stomach to break down uh, a, a sandwich which is which is uh n- no small task yeah. even though it sounds like it but uh um yeah tyler before i let you go uh how did you get in contact with will batante over at bc cafe uh how did you you guys kind of like the the brainchild of the fit meals come to be and and where pe- where can people find more information
1: yeah. You know what? Um, yeah, how we, we actually knew each other. Um, you know, back, I, I was training uh, a lot of my athletes out of a gym that was right down the street. So I started going there for lunch and, uh, you know, they had bomb lunch at their actual cafe. And so that was years ago. And so we've just kind of, it's a nice family owned place, um, really bomb food. And so I'd go there, you know, every now and then, and, uh, you know, what Gareth Swanpool, you know, he's a very, very, very close friend of mine. Um, you know, he really wanted to bring in nutrition into his program with his riders this year, Um, but then in doing so with them being so busy, um, and it's not to call them lazy, it's just that they're so busy they don't want to cook, um, and they don't know really exactly what. So, you know, Gareth had then said, Bud, like, I want to do all this stuff, but they ain't going to turn the flame on in their house to heat a pan up. There's no way. Like, they just won't do it. And so he actually was the one that had the genius idea for me to help out Will and actually design what these riders need to be eating. And then that, in sense, is what created the athlete's menu that now the BC Fit Meals offers is basically based off of, you know, how these riders needed to be eating. And so that's kind of how that all went in. And then, you know, clearly further, um, you know, business discussion and this and that for me to actually be BC Fit Meals nutritionist um, to help design and create you know everything on their menus um is kind of like the long long story short now as far as contacting um you know BC Fit Meals has their Instagram they've got their website the bcfitmeals.com um you've got my Instagram that's nutrition anchor You've got my private group I'll let you in for free on. It's just Nutrition Anchor on Facebook. Um, And I like to give a lot of free value and information out on that. And then I have a website that's being developed right now, which, again, is Nutrition Anchor. But um, if anyone, um, and this is an awesome note, if anyone is interested in getting onto um, a, a meal program, if you're in the Southern California area, like, you know, Temecula, Marietta, whatever, and the... A menu is, you know, from BC Fit Meals and Meal Prep is something that you're interested in. If you actually go to their website, bcfitmeals.com, there's a section in there that says your nutritionist, and there's actually a direct way to contact me there too, um, where I'll actually give you your breakdown with your body composition on exactly what your caloric expenditure is every day, what you need, and what meal. Uh, plan that they offer would best support you. So that is the huge bonus. So again, if huge, you go yeah. to bcfitmeals.com, just go to your nutritionist, get a hold of me. I'll figure out your caloric intake needs and what meal plan best supports you in that. And then also, hopefully, we still got people on listening. This is a huge thing is that we have a, um, it, you know Whether you're on it or not, it, it's a paid monthly private group that's starting up that I am going to be doing live streaming on and constant Q&A all week long for people. There's going to be documents on there, everything. And if you are on a subscribed plan with BC Fit Meals, with the meal prep thing, that's included. So you actually get access into this group called The Journey um, by Nutrition Anchor um, for free. So that, that's the aw- aw- awesome thing about it is literally you have a full-time nutritionist on your side, um, a part of your program, if you're just taking the freaking meal prep plan.
0: <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. I think that's a huge benefit. I hope that people, those who are listening, uh, can jump on that and, uh, and just be able to enjoy the sport of motocross and sort of the sport of, uh, just being an athlete a little bit more than they, they currently are, regardless of what your, uh, your, your goals are. I know that you've got a ton of help and, uh, whether it be, uh, the, the Facebook group that you currently, uh, have, uh, the, the free one where you're always giving a ton of free, uh, advice on there. It's half the time I'm like, man, you're giving away all the secrets for free. What are you doing? But, <laughs> um, all, all, also, that the the paid subscription would be a huge benefit to anyone who who's willing to go in, uh, go ahead and doing that. But uh, Tyler, it's a pleasure to have you on. I think we have to make it a uh, at least a, a two parter to talk about some some uh, uh, supplements, and, and we can move forward with this as a little bit of a series. But I really appreciate you giving me the better part of an hour tonight.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, man. I'm always here, and uh, like I said, I this is what I live for, man. I, I love to just you know, live to just answer questions and really get people to the healthiest and fittest that they can be. So yeah, again, I mean, like you said, uh, you know, it's just nutrition anchor on Facebook and then soon I'll have that, uh, other private one. That's going to be like way above and beyond. They called the, uh, the journey by nutrition anchor. So yeah. Awesome. Thank, thanks for having me on. And I really look forward to coming on again for you
0: absolutely well you don't you uh have a great rest of your day don't hang up just yet but for podcast sake we're gonna cut it off right there perfect that's good radio right on man yeah dude that was really really good
1: (laughs) it was funny too because i have i actually uh when we were on it i actually went into bc picked up meals for people and i'm actually (laughs) at this uh this therapy spot that i uh, i'm just in love with and so yeah I I wasn't sure that we were doing the podcast then or not. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, oh, worries. we're going. <laughs> if there's any
0: uh like like any background noise and stuff like that, I I can cut that stuff out. I'll I'll, I'll clean it all up, but uh yeah, like we just sort of like the conversation just sort of like organically turned into uh an interview, so I thought I'd just kind of let that run. And uh no, I, I love be, it, happy man. with the way it came out.
1: Awesome, dude. Yeah. No, I I really appreciate it and like I said, I mean, as much as you want, man, have me on there. Definitely. I'd love to uh yeah just feed information to people
0: uh, knowledge is power, my friend, and i think uh like when when you when you uh, supply people with this type of knowledge they can kind of they can Put the the why to the what when they're when they see someone uh, late Namoto the fading they're like like in, rather than just being like, oh that guy's out of shape and they're like oh maybe he's depleted maybe he's not eating mm-hmm. enough maybe he's not eating the right things uh, so it just puts more more knowledge in people's heads and um, just allows them to watch the sport at at the like at, at the with the the best knowledge to me like yep. with with when you I I kind of mo- model my outlet after like a, a NFL Network like they talk about. What what the players are eating, how they're training, who trains them, like, um, what kind of drills they're doing, this, that, another thing, and like, fa- like fans just eat that stuff up, literally. So, um, yeah, I- I'm-, I'm a huge, huge fan of yours, and uh, I'm really, ha- I'm happy that we were able to connect today, and uh, I'll send a link to Heck you. What's so yeah. up?
1: Please do, man. Yeah, and thank you for everything. And I look forward to doing this again with you, man.
0: Absolutely. And when you're uh, the, when the journey goes up, let me know, and I'll put that thing on blast uh, on, on my social media platforms. Get as many people and eyeballs uh, towards it because uh, that's a huge benefit as well.
1: Awesome, brother. Thank you so much for your support.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You take care.
1: Better.